Entrepreneur on Fire 683. Mix a little inspiration with perspiration and a dash of Entrepreneur on Fire. Now you have the ingredients to success. Here's the master chef, John Lee Dumas. Hiring? With ZipRecruiter, you can post to 50 plus job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Ready to unwrap smarter snacking? Receive a discovery box of surprise snacks for your first Nature Box and prepare to be hooked. Visit NatureBox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's NatureBox.com slash fire. What's shaking, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Naveen Didakavi. Naveen, are you prepared to ignite? Well, John, I spent the weekend barbecuing, so I'm prepared to bring the flame into our <laughs> chat today. I love it. Naveen, Fire Nation, teaches consultants how to build recurring revenue. In 2013, his client, mentor, and friend, Ramit Sethi, took him under his wing and helped him 5X his business in the matter of one year. Now that Naveen's recurring revenue more than exceeds his cost of living, he is showing consultants how they can build recurring revenue too. Naveen, I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you, and then we'll dive on in. First of all, thank you for having me on the show today, John. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I started my business out of my dorm room at Georgia Tech over 11 years ago. I learned early on that I didn't have to get a traditional internship and work for a big company during the summers. Instead, I found clients and freelance starting my first summer while in college and continued to take on clients throughout college. It was a struggle to balance computer science courses with client work, but I found a way to make it work. Upon graduation, though, I didn't have enough client work to occupy me full-time, so I took up a six-figure software contractor job with Bell South, and I continued to work on my business after work hours. The business was growing steadily, and I was really enjoying having two high-income streams come in. But there was a tipping point. When Bell South wanted more of my time, I decided to turn in my notice, and I quit. I built a successful Ruby on Rails software consultancy, survived the Great Recession, and continued to grow it until I started to get fed up. You see, I've always enjoyed helping clients, but I was growing tired of the feast and famine lifestyle of consulting. I wanted to make recurring revenue a bigger part of my business so that I could become more choosy with my time. In late 2012, I flew to Los Angeles to have brunch with Ramit Sethi of I Will Teach You To Be Rich. He and I had been conversing online up until that point, and his course, Earn 1K, helped me survive and even grow during the recession. I prepared for over 30 hours for that brunch, and I brought note cards with very specific questions that I wanted to ask him. I received advice at that brunch that helped me set into motion my plan for developing recurring revenue. Over the following seven months, I continued to seek his guidance and diligently worked on my plan, and by July 2013, my recurring revenue exceeded lifestyle expenses. Since then, I've grown the recurring revenue more, but more importantly, I'm now only working with select clients, and I'm teaching consultants how they can build recurring revenue and get out of the rat race too. Naveen, boom. You have obviously planned out. You're obviously a planner. You like taking notes. You like uh, having no cards. You like being prepared. And, you know, someone maybe say over-prepared for a certain meeting, certain interviews, certain <laughs> chats. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, just your personality. That's how you roll. And what I want Fire Nation to realize here is that 
Naveen knows what resonates with his personality, what resonates with him, and that's really what we're going to be driving forward with here. So, Naveen, what I want to do first, before we really do a deep dive into your journey, I really want to focus on a success quote, a mantra that really resonates with you for any number of reasons. So share that with us and the reasons why it inspires you. Sure. So one of the most powerful quotes that I've internalized is actually from Rumit. He shared what his parents said to him growing up. A year from now, you're going to be a year older. What are you going to do? I read past that quote for years. I didn't get it when I first heard it. When I first heard it, I was like 25. Life was great. I was, you know, I was in, living in the moment and having a great time. If I thought about what I wanted to do a year from then, my response would have been, the exact same thing. Woo, this is awesome. <laughs> but then after the recession, I had to deal with the famine as well as the feast. And I began to tire of that rat race. So one day, one of Ramit's emails comes in and he brings it up again. A year from now, what are you going to do? And I decided then that I wasn't going to stand by and stay with the status quo. I was going to put things into motion to change the way that my business worked. So Naveen, you could do a lot worse than really find Ramit Sethi as a friend, as a mentor, somebody who's taking you under his wing. I mean, I've been a Ramit fan for quite some time. I've had the honor of having him an Entrepreneur on Fire. I've had the honor of bringing him into Podcasters Paradise, do a private workshop about zero to launch. I mean, there's just a lot of great things that you can learn from having a mentor like that. So definitely kudos to you, to you for taking action, for flying out to Cali, for sitting down in a meeting with him, for asking him the right questions, for impressing upon him that you were a person that was worth mentoring because, you know, all we have as entrepreneurs is time and we need to make sure that we're spending our time in the right directions. And Ramit obviously felt that you were definitely a worthwhile venture and you are obviously focusing on the right things to create your recurring revenue and now your select clients, which I just love, you know, Fire Nation, he's now able to be selective, which is so huge. And Naveen, we're big here on Entrepreneur on Fire with stories. You know, just those stories that you would tell around the campfires way back in the day. But these stories are going to be about you, Naveen, your journey as an entrepreneur. And the first one I want to focus on is a time that you failed, a time that you, Naveen, just fell flat in your face in any venture that you want to bring up. But I want it to be a story. I want it to be fun. You know, just take a second, step back, chill out and, and let us know what that story was. And then of course, we're going to talk about what lessons, Naveen, you learned. Not many people know this. And this is actually All the right. first, first time that I'm revealing this publicly. You know, um, maybe three or four of my friends, my closest friends know this. So uh, it's kind of it's, it's kind of, uh, it's tough. It's a tough story to talk about. Naveen, we've only had 8 million downloads with Entrepreneur on Fire, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I think it's okay because I'm so far past this point. That cool. I think a lot of people can maybe relate to it and then um, and kind of see themselves in what they would have done in the same situation. Love it. So, you know, all of my life growing up, I, I was an A student. I went to elite summer honors programs. I was a... I am a pianist, a violinist, I excelled in music. You know, I did great in AP courses, and, and um, most importantly, I was adored by my teachers. Um, but my second year of college, uh, I faced one of the most challenging weed-out computer science courses. And on my first exam, I scored an 18. The average was 28. Mm. 
on my second exam, I got a 45 and the average was like 60. I was below average in that course and I ended up getting a D. A D, a D stands for disowned by Indian parents. <laughs> okay. I was in shock. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe that I did so poorly. And after, you know, quote unquote preparation, I learned that my, my competition was no longer those upper middle class high school students that I grew up with, but that I was competing against the best and brightest in the world. And I was angry and I resented myself. But after taking time to understand what went wrong, I realized that the problem was that I was completely unprepared for the rigor of world-class competition. And I had to redefine what preparation meant to me. So I did. Uh, and it took a lot of internalization, a lot of, like, I've always been very introspective. But um, the good thing is that each semester after that semester, I was on the honors list. And uh, in the end, my parents decided not to disown me. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, that level of preparation, though, has cascaded into other areas of my life today and has allowed me to land six-figure contracts and build significant recurring revenue. I love that. And I actually love that specific phrase, redefine preparation. I mean, Fire Nation, really absorb that. I mean, we should always be looking to redefine preparation. You know what I mean? Obviously, I've talked about this before, but you know, when I was coming out with a seven-day-a-week podcast, Naveen, I was having people in my industry saying, John, it's just not possible. You can't do it. It's, you know, there's a reason why everybody's only doing a, a weekly podcast. And what did I have to do? I had to redefine what preparation meant. I had to redefine what systems meant. I had to redefine what it meant to put together uh, a regimented schedule that worked for a seven-day-a-week podcast, interviewing, inspiring, successful, and incredibly busy entrepreneurs. But I redefined it. Naveen redefined it, what it meant to prepare. When he's now going up against Georgia Tech, you know, the, the best engineers in the world, the, the smartest and the, and the brightest. He had to redefine it. And once he's redefined it, once he set that new level, that new bar, now he knew what to shoot for. And, you know, now he was shooting for the moon. And even if he did occasionally miss, guess what? He was at least still amongst the stars. So, Naveen, I just, I love that lesson. I love that theme. And what I want to do now is just tell you that that's what I got out of that, is that you redefine preparation. And that's what Fire Nation needs to continually be doing to up their game. If you could just sum up into one or two sentences, Naveen, what you really think our listeners, these entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, small business owners could walk away with from that experience, that life lesson, what would it be? What you've been doing can only get you so far. And that when you want to make that leap to the next level, you have to reevaluate how you're preparing to get there. Because you can't just keep doing the same old thing and expect to just to make that make a, the next leap. If you want to make that big jump, you have to take a step back, look at what it takes and prepare for that that big jump and then take that jump. You know, it's pretty funny that uh, you know, a lot of my listeners Naveen have obviously heard of Tony Robbins and have listened to him a lot and have, you know, found out about him in a various number of ways. But for me, my story of actually finding out about Anthony/Tony Robbins was from one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. 
and that is Aspen Extreme. And it's about just two guys from Detroit that jump into a van, drive out to Aspen, become ski instructors, and just try to make it happen. And I loved that movie. It was actually something I always wanted to do after college, but because I was in the Army and because I took that route, I never ended up going down that path. But long story short, it was during that movie one time they were showing a late night infomercial and who was the person on the infomercial? It was this guy, Tony Robbins, who I'd never seen or heard of before. But something he said um, during that little blip that they had him on this movie that had nothing to do about Tony Robbins or anything really just kind of sparked something within me. And also it just brought me back to that memory when you just brought that up is, you know, Anthony was talking about how, you know, it's like that fly, you know, trying to just go out that window over and over again. It just keeps hitting the same window. You know, he's trying, doing the exact same things, expecting a different result. And that's just not ever going to happen. If you want a different result, you need to try different things. You need to redefine your actions, your preparation. So huge, Naveen, huge, huge stuff. And a little shout out to Aspen Extreme if you haven't seen it. Get out there, especially if you love skiing. It's an amazing movie. And if you have, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear what you think about it. So, Naveen, we're going to now talk about another story in your life. We're moving from a failure story to an aha moment, to a light bulb that's gone off at some point in your journey. Tell us that story, Naveen, and the lessons you learned, specifically how you applied that idea to make it successful. Around the end of my, my sophomore year, my second year, after I got a better grasp of preparing for those rigorous exams, I wanted to see some shows at our performing arts center. You know, like the big name comedians and the big name musicians were touring there. But the thing is, I couldn't afford 80 bucks for a seat. I mean, I'm a college kid. But I heard that if you could volunteer your time, you could see the shows for free. So that definitely you know, resonated with me. Um, so I attended that volunteer orientation and I learned more about their program. And I heard that in order to sign up, you would need to call in or email in your request to that coordinator. So she said that she then said that she was going to process all of those requests by hand. So listen to all those voicemails and go through all those emails and then decide which events that you get to work. And she said that it would take a few weeks to know if you got the show you wanted or not. I thought that was ridiculous because I was already writing software for clients. And I was appalled that you couldn't just like go online somewhere to do this. Right. So this is my aha moment. You know, I, I decided to, to go back to my dorm room and I developed a, a web-based solution to solve this problem for her. And, uh, you know, I made an appointment to see her and I showed it to her and her boss and they were blown away. You know, I just like automated 80% of her work. And I decided to, to lease a software to them in perpetuity instead of selling it to them. And my university became my, my first software as a service uh, recurring revenue client, and they're still my client today. And that woman was promptly fired, correct? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I learned, I learned uh, that I have to, like, you know, I, I made her life easier, but I also, like, basically tried to make her life as easy as, as possible, but uh, kept her busy in other ways. Right. You don't want to make somebody obsolete. And that's kind of one of the things, Fire Nation, you have to realize there's a lot of factors that go into being progressive and to actually taking things to the next level and moving forward. You're going to have a lot of resistance, that capital 
are, you know, that Stephen Pressfield talks so eloquently about, you know, people are going to resist. They're going to resist change. They're going to resist something that's different because they're afraid. You know, a lot of people have kind of whittled out this comfortable little world for themselves and, you know, and they're just getting by with whatever they're making and they have some benefits and they have their little safety net in the world and they're just satisfied with that. So when you have someone like Naveen saying, hey, I'm going to take your two and a half weeks of work and just make it in a program that I push enter and it spits everything out. Um, so you basically don't need to do anything. That's going to scare some people and that's going to make people threatened. And that's why you need to realize when you are approaching these situations, you need to do it with tact, you need to do it with dignity, you need to do it with grace, you need to do it with an understanding for all sides of this party, all sides of the equation. So that's something that I kind of took out of that, Naveen, that I just wanted to share with Fire Nation. But again, we want you, you know, the originator of this story, to kind of just pull out one thing that you think Fire Nation can really implement from just that experience in your life that can really maybe impact our listeners right now. When you're kind of just going through your life and you're, you're getting involved in different activities, there's a lot of different opportunities that are available to you. But you have to keep your, your ear to the ground and keep a, a child's mind because, you know, people will do what they are used to doing uh, day in, day out. But if you can provide a way to do something in a better way, while also getting buy-in from them, they're most like they're more likely to change and adopt your your solution to their problem, and that's a great way to to develop products or develop services to help people um, with their business. Mm, love that. So Naveen, you've had a lot of pretty great moments in your life. I mean, you've sat down across the table from the man, Ramit Sethi. You know, he's taken you under his wing. You've built up recurring revenue streams. You've done a lot of cool things. Tell us the story of your proudest entrepreneurial moment. I think it was in 2007. Uh, I had won a contract with a research institute to, um, to develop uh, pathology laboratory software. So the, the folks who, who determine whether or not you have cancer, like the, who look at the cells, they wanted some custom software written. And it was a quarter million dollar project, so it was huge. And um, you know, I, I spent time to, to work on that project, and I won the contract. And uh, the, first, the first check came in for a deposit, and it was my first six-figure check ever. Wow. And uh, I was still, you know, keep in mind, I was still living with my parents at home. And, uh, you know, my business is still registered to their home, and the check came into their mail. And uh, I opened it, and I showed it to my parents, and I showed it to my sister who was, who was there as well. And they were just so proud. It was a check for over $100,000. And I remember taking that, that check to my bank and looking at the teller's eyes when he saw it. <laughs> they went wide. <laughs> a lot of zeros, baby. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, what, what really I, I kind of understood is that up until then, I was kind of, you know, taking on every, all, all kinds of projects, different projects that I could get because uh, I had to pay the bills. But once I hit that threshold, I realized that I was able to be in control of my destiny and I could live the life my way and the way that I wanted. Such a powerful story. And Fire Nation, a lot of you listening right now have had moments like that where you've had that big payday when you've really you know, put in the work and you've seen the results from that hard work. I mean, I'll never forget the first day that I got the check in the mail from like the last two months of sponsors that I had, my first ever two months of sponsors for Entrepreneur on Fire. But, you know, it took a little while for the, everything to get processed and for that check to come in. And so when it finally did come in, you know, I looked at the last two months of work and what this check represented. I said, wow, 
this actually signifies that I have been able to create an idea, create a podcast, create a specific theme within it and create enough value that enough people will listen that sponsors will want to be in front of those people and they will actually pay money for it. Now I'm holding proof in my hands of that that I now have the license to go forward with this validation. And it's such a great moment that you've had, Naveen. I've had as well. And I know a lot of our listeners have been there, are going there. And I just can say it is so worth the time, energy, effort, sweat, blood, tears. Believe me, it's just the most rewarding thing that you will ever experience. And Naveen, speaking of rewarding... Let's bring things to present day. Let's let's bring things to right now because you have a lot of cool things going on. You're being very selective, rightfully so. But what's that one thing right now, today, that has you most fired up that you can share with us? This is interesting because a lot of people come on and they talk about numbers and they talk about you know how big things are getting. I actually wanted to share with you something uh, that I shared with a couple other people. Cool. But um, that number that I want to share with you is zero. <laughs> yes. Okay? I have taken on no new software development clients in 2014. Wow. It's awesome. I would be freaking out if, uh, if that was the case a few years ago. But recurring revenue has provided me with the power to say no to new work. So instead, I'm teaching my first batch of students how to build recurring revenue. And it's so much more fun. They're doing great. And I'm really excited to share with others how they can work by choice if they build recurring revenue. So no new clients, no new work. You know, it's just such a great place to be. I couldn't agree more. And we just have, we seem to have a lot of similarities, Naveen, and the directions we're taking our businesses and the milestones that we've hit. And I can honestly say that in 2014, as I've gone forward, I've continued to add more things to my overall overarching business. I've, you know, added Podcasters Paradise, which is the number one community for podcasters. We've added Webinar on Fire. I just launched Quotes on Fire, which is another daily podcast with history's greatest quotations and my basically expounding upon them. I just launched Mornings on Fire, which is a daily video. Like it seems like I'm doing all these new and crazy things, but the reality is what I've really done, Naveen, is I've built a team in 2014 that I did not have in 2013 that is doing everything that, that was behind the scenes that I had to do myself that was keeping me from being that content producer more than Entrepreneur on Fire, but you know, in other areas. So my time now is much more scalable, much more leverageable. I'm able to do so much more from the front face perspective with these new products and services and programs and, and podcasts and videos, but so much less day-to-day of the minutiae and of the, of the actual behind-the-scenes stuff because of the systems I put in place and because of that recurring task that I have now. So I commend you, Naveen. I'm honestly stoked that I've been able to come as far as I have. And I just say to Fire Nation, always look to be doing these things. Always look to be finding ways that you can replace yourself if you're you know redundant in any tasks with virtual assistants, with outside help, with systems in place. So Naveen, we're about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. 
Working out and staying fit is important to me, and that's why I exercise every day. But I know it's not all about the workout, which is why I've also got into a great routine of eating a balanced breakfast, a hearty lunch, and lots of nutritional snacks in between. But when you're looking for smart snacking options in those in-between meal periods, it can be tough. High fructose corn syrup and trans fats seem to be in every package. That's why I love NatureBox. They have strict quality standards, which means no high fructose corn syrup, no partially hydrated hydrogenated oils, no trans fats, no artificial sweeteners, no artificial flavors, no artificial colors. What's more is that NatureBox is convenient. They deliver snacks you can feel good about straight to your door every month. Ready to unwrap smarter snacking, Fire Nation? Receive a discovery box of surprise snacks for your first NatureBox, then choose your favorites. Visit naturebox.com slash fire to receive 50% off your first box. That's naturebox.com slash fire. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Naveen, Welcome to the Lightning Rounds, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. Let's go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? So I would say there was a lot of BS uh, holding me back because when you start to look online on, on how to get started, you, what you don't see is a system. What you do see is a lot of general advice out there. And so many people get hung up on, on logos, on names, on corporation types. That's just kind of like, that's really not where you should be starting. It's far more important to help others like clients and customers solve a problem than it is to like pick names and logos. Ultimately, the people you help, they conduct business with you. The business name is who just who they write the check to. Oh, Naveen, preaching to the choir, my friend. I love that. What is the best advice you've ever received? So that's pretty recent, and the best business advice that I got was that I have to choose to make something a priority. So when Ramit gave this advice to me, uh, I decided that building recurring revenue was going to be something that I worked on each week until it equaled my expenses. So I chose to like forego certain opportunities because I knew that I had reserved a portion of my time each week to build recurring revenue. I had to deliberately decide to do this. And I think that was the biggest advice that I got, mm. to deliberately decide to do something. Ramit's got some great advice up in that head of his. So Naveen, share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I completely believe that having an accountability partner led to my success. Each week, I meet with my accountability partner. His name is Alec, and we meet by, by Skype and by video chat. And we, re, we review what we said that we were going to do in the last week and what actually happened. Now, when things don't happen, we don't beat ourselves up. 
We analyze what went, what went wrong. Did we uh, not account for travel or was the task too big to finish in a week? This allows us to, you know, to both keep our momentum going from week to week and keep chipping away at our tasks. I've been doing this for almost two years and it's just incredible to, to be able to come back from vacation and just keep, keep at it. Uh, I, you know, I got married, I came back from my honeymoon and my accountability partner made sure that we got back on track with our work. It's just a, a great system to keep you moving forward. Mm, well, Naveen, congratulations on that marriage, my friends. And do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? Yeah. Um, the, one of the best resources on the internet for marketing and sales, I think, are, um, are Ramit's Delicious Tags. There are just so many fascinating articles on marketing and sales there to help you grow your business. And I actually uh, spent six months studying them in depth with a notepad and a pen. And when I went through each of those blog articles that he had earmarked, I continuously asked myself, how does this apply to me? Because I'm not trying to understand you know, this particular uh, retention model, but I'm trying to understand what's going on behind the scenes here and how does it apply to my business? Because you can learn strategy by looking at other articles and asking that question, how does this apply to me? And what's the best way to find Ramit's delicious tags? Go to delicious.com forward slash, forward slash Ramit Sethi. I go this, to this place every day, every morning. Wow, love it. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com slash Naveen Didakavi. Did I nail it, Naveen? Yep. Yes. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, Naveen, what would it be? The book that allowed me to charge rates of over $200 an hour is Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got by Jay Abraham. That book learned, uh, showed me how to move up market and start working with elite clients. It's just a, a fascinating book about uh, the psychology of, of business and about perception and, and how you can you know, take your business to the next level by making incremental steps. Yeah, and I know Ramit's a huge fan of Jay as well. Um, Jay Abraham is just one of those guys that if you just listen to his words, if you just read his copy, it is just going to imbue within you greatness. So Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Naveen, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? People you know, people know me for being helpful, and if that's been reset, I would want to rebuild that reputation and that goodwill from scratch. So I would find where the aspiring entrepreneurs congregate. You know, that might be local meetups, accelerators. And I would start conversations to, to see where they're stuck and how I could help them. Because if I've got what I've got in my head, then I can probably help them get unstuck. Reputation and goodwill, I, I think that has to be earned. And I would start earning it right away by being helpful. Love that. Well, Naveen, 
You've been incredibly helpful with Fire Nation today. I mean, your insights, your hard work, your recurring, your focus, your mentality. I mean, Fire Nation, these are all things that we just really need to be absorbing from these successful and inspiring entrepreneurs that I'm bringing to you each and every day. So, Naveen, thank you for that. And give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. There's a lot to be taken away from here, but... The one thing that um, that I really want to share with, with uh, you is that if you're getting tired of the rat race and if you are a consultant and you want to learn how to build recurring revenue, head over to howtobuildrecurringrevenue.com and I'm happy to kind of share with you my ideas on how to do that with your business and uh, help you build recurring revenue too. And what's that one parting piece of guidance? The one parting piece of guidance that I have is that Overpreparation is the key to success. If you overprepare for something, then you've got all the bases covered. You'll know, you know, where things may come from, what the the, the problems area may be in, and uh, and you can attack them because you've overprepared for it. When I uh, had a recent conversation, I mapped out the conversation flow. I thought about where the conversation could go, and uh, I was able to to put together a plan on, on how to guide that conversation to where I wanted to, to go just so I could get the right advice for me. Boom. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Naveen and myself today, so keep up the heat. And Naveen, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been chatting about at eofire.com. Just type Naveen, N-A-V-E-E-N, in the search bar, and Fire Nation, his show notes page will pop right up. Naveen, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks for having me, John. Veterans, are you interested in owning your own business? Join me, Antonio Centeno, and Tom Morks, all successful entrepreneurs and veterans, as we talk about what it takes to build your own business from scratch by leveraging the skills you developed while serving your country. And you'll have the support of a community of veterans that are committed to helping you succeed. Visit highspeedelite.com. That's highspeedelite.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 